Hi, I'm Garrett Hill, and you're listening to Life Students Podcast. Here we develop young leaders and guide them to their purpose. Life Students Podcast was formed out of a need for connection in a world saturated with negative content. It is our goal to create a safe place for young people to both have fun and hear the voice of God. Whether you are a member of Life Students or you just found this podcast, we hope that this encourages and empowers you to move forward with your walk with God. Thank you guys for joining in this week for episode four. Today I have with me uh, David Jennings, a super famous singer, entrepreneur, uh, businessman, the apostle, David Jennings, like the psalmist. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're gonna we're gonna be talking to him about uh, well him and figuring out how he got to where he is today and the ministries that he's involved in and how he got into the level of ministry that he's involved in. So how, how are you doing today, man? Man, I'm doing good. Got some good coffee. Hey. And uh, it's been a been a good morning so far. Oh, this, this so. was a this was a bang morning for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was I've, a bang morning. I've never tried them, but uh, I normally do the water coffee thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've heard them drinks are good though. Well, they they're not bad. <laughs> they are bad, but they're not bad. <laughs> the, yeah. I only I only. Take one if it's an emergency. Yeah. Otherwise, I, I don't I don't fool with that mess. It's often an emergency that apparently. No, 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 no. <laughs> I probably have one like every other week or something like that. I got you. So I like you. if I'm, coffee doesn't wake me up fast enough, I need it. <laughs> like I woke up like 30 minutes ago or, you know, then I'm then I'm, I'm going to take it you oh, know, yeah. if I need to be awake. So anyway, you're, you're a busy guy. So what what all do you do? Um, I do a little bit of, of, I, I hate to say everything, but it feels like a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, so for the church, I do, um, music, of course, uh, I'm involved in the music ministry. Uh, I'm involved in, uh, more of a pulpit style ministry. I'm a part of the young ministers here at the church. Uh, I'm involved in media. Um, I'm involved in sound um, I'm involved in, I guess, like platform design stuff, which basically means that, you know, like we kind of design stuff to make it look a certain way for certain events or whatever else uh, and try to make sure things are like top notch. So I'm involved in that type of thing. Um, and other than that, really just anything else that, you know, whatever anything you else that do. I'm asked to do or even yeah. stuff that I'm not asked to do that I believe will help the church. Yeah. That's what I like to do. Yeah, it's a it's definitely a good thing for you to for you to stay involved as much as you can yes. because the more you're involved, the more blessed you're going to be. Yes. You know, God's going to bless you and he's going to rely on you if you're willing to give him everything uh, and give him um, as much time as you as you can. Obviously, you can't give him or uh, give give like the church every minute because then you wouldn't be able to eat you wouldn't be able to sleep you wouldn't be able to do all this because there's so much that you can do for the church at any point in time um so how did you first get involved with worship arts Ooh, 
Worship arts. Like, did you start singing when <clears> you were <throat> two years old and you're like, ah. No, actually. Um, what happened was is, okay, so I grew up in this house. Yeah. And uh, it was a two-story house. And we had these stairs that kind of wrapped around, like, to the side. So you'd walk up the stairs one way, and then there's a little window. And then it would wrap around and go up. And so, actually, as far as starting to sing, I didn't really sing out loud in front of people until like 2010 or something like that. So you were singing um, in the shower before? Well, no, I was singing in that little dugout on the stairs in my two-story house whenever I was sad. And hmm. um, I used to sing songs to God and just kind of ask him questions or I'd yeah. sing scriptures, you know, I lift my eyes up to the hill where does my help come from? That type of thing. Yeah. And I never really sang like in front of people, but it was just a me and God type of thing when I was a kid. Right. Yeah. And so I was never like, you know, the kid in the church that they thought he's going to sing all the choir songs. <laughs> like, no, no. He's going to be on the yeah. NYC stage. <laughs> yeah. No, no, nobody ever really, really thought that type of thing. So, yeah. but yeah, as far as that goes, um, that's how the singing started. The other stuff, as far as worship arts go, like, you know, projections, whatever else. Honestly, where it stemmed from was God began to lay burdens on my heart, yeah. which later on became my passions. Yeah, uh, it yeah. is possible for your burden to become your passions. Right. Uh, because God will do things and, and he'll like drop things in your spirit to where, you know, it, it may not be something that you're currently active in, but I, I don't know. I just remember being in church and like looking at sister so-and-so playing the piano and thinking what's going to happen when sister so-and-so is like not well enough to do this or, yeah. or what's going to happen. I, I grew up in a predominantly military area. And so it was never a rarity for people to get deployed or people to move States or whatever. Like right. people would be in for two months and then they're gone yeah. because the army says you have to leave. So God started putting this stuff in me and I'm like, God, I don't want to run. I don't want to run media. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to learn how to do sound. I don't want to learn how to do this stuff. Mm -hmm. But then God was like, well, what's going to happen if, if no one knows how to do it? What's going to happen if so-and-so has to leave? What's going to happen if, you know, if there's nobody else to do it, who's going to be the one to do it? Yeah. And so I just said, God, I'll do it. And so then he allowed those things to become my passion because my passion is ultimately for the kingdom. Right. But then it, it actually just, it has to do with really everything in the kingdom. So it just happened to be pinpointed in worship arts. Yeah. So long answer. Sorry, but no, that's no. no, that's good. That's what we're here for. We're supposed to, we're, we're here to draw the information out of you. I got you. <laughs> we're here to take it. So, so I know you're, you're talented. You can play like, every instrument known to man you can you can sing every note whatever lord help us uh <laughs> at every octave or what however it goes i'm not a music man i don't know these things <laughs> that's what that's what we're here for we're here yeah. to find out <laughs> so how do you use your talents for god not your not your giftings from god but how do you use your talents that you got from uh for god yes um as far as like God-given talents, I believe that when God gives you something, it is not only 
uh, your duty, but it is your responsibility to give those things back to God. Yeah. Uh, because God is the giver of all of those talents and all of those things. Uh, and you may just think that, oh my goodness, you know, I know how to do this and you don't know where it came from. And a lot of people will blame it on, well, mom or dad, you know, was a musician or a singer or mom or dad, whatever. But really the reality of it is, yeah. is that it's God that planted those talents and skills in you. And so it is your responsibility to give those talents and things back to God. Right. And so um, for me, as far as, you know, how I use my talents is, is I try in every way possible to give it back to God. Uh, sometimes there's talents that I have that are not needed, you know, at, right. at, a at a specific time, which is totally fine. So my next thing is, is if my talent or whatever I use is not specifically needed in that moment, I'm just going to get behind somebody and say, teach me how to do what you do. You have mm -hmm. talents that I don't have. Yeah. So teach me how to do what you do. You're talented in this area. Show me how to do what you do so that I can know how to do more things, you know? Yeah. Um, so really the, the way I use it is, um, I prepare myself. I use my talents for the kingdom. If my talents at that moment are not needed, I just get behind somebody else and start trying to help them and, and learn from them. Right. Yeah. And, and whenever I, whenever I think about, whenever I think about you and your ministry, I, I'm reminded of the story where, uh, this man gave three guys talents. Mm -hmm. He gave one guy 10, gave one guy five, gave one guy one. And they all multiplied their talents based off of the talents they were given. One hid their talent mm -hmm. because they were afraid they were going to lose it. If you're talented in something, use it. Yes. Multiply it. Yes. Learn. Because you're, I promise you, you're never going to reach a point where you stop learning. Yes. There's always true. something new. <clears throat> There's always something that you can implement. There's a way you can get faster. There's a way that you can get better. And there's a way that you can produce more talent yes. from the talents you've already got. You know, um, like I, for a while, for a while there, I wasn't good at computer stuff. I don't know anything about programming, but here I am running Premiere Pro. I'm running Adobe Audition. Yeah. Uh, I'm running podcasts. I'm, uh, I've upgraded my lap. I took my laptop apart and like started like unscrewing stuff and yeah. and taking a hammer and beating stuff in. You know, no, I haven't done that. <laughs> I don't do that to my laptop. But anyway, I, I I'm kind of a tech nerd now. You know, I love I love doing these things and most of the stuff that I do is for the kingdom. I try to I try to bless the kingdom with the stuff that I with the talents that yes. I've come up with. Yes. Now. I wasn't born talented and neither was David. Yep. But we practiced. We got we got in there and we got we acquired this talent. Yeah, yeah, God put it in us and everything. I'm not very good at music at all. You know, I, I can kind of clap on beat sometimes. <laughs> I can kind of clap on beat, but that's pretty much it. I can tap my foot, you know. But he he can play music. And that's awesome. You know, he can like he can literally play any instrument. I think is there is there an instrument that you cannot play? There's a few, but the the violin, the, the didgeridoo, does not count. <laughs> <laughs> that that African like thing or not African yeah. thing? No, the Australian thing was like. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Can you play that? I I don't. I've never <laughs> tried, bro. I've never oh, tried. Dude. You gotta get you, one. The oboe. That's what it is. The oboe. <laughs> I cannot play the violin. No. Yeah. I can play spoons. I can do that. Can you? I can play spoons. Yes, I can. Oh my gosh! I wish yeah. I had spoons. I talent would, show. I do it. Talent show in like second grade. I pulled out two spoons. And you're like, <laughs> <"Got it." laughs> that's nice, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway. That's awesome. Well, so how has how has music opened doors for you and your ministry? Um, I I would say, uh, well. It's kind of a interesting thing. I believe that that more than the music opening the doors um, for like ministry opportunities, I believe ministry opened the door for music opportunities. Um, and I'm not talking about a pulpit ministry. Right. I'm talking about ministry in general. Right. Is what opened the door for music opportunities or or ministry was the thing that opens the doors for preaching opportunities right because some people will think you know um and this is really just for anybody listening some people would think that that you would have this music ability and then this music ability is what causes god to take you and put you on platforms in different places Mm -hmm. or or that this preaching you know this preaching ability is God's like, oh man, that dude can throw down. So we're going to pick him up and put him on this platform when it's really not that way. Right. It's, he has ministry. He has a heart for me. He has a heart for the things that I yearn for, the things that I want. So regardless of his skill level, I'm going to take him and I'm going to position him to do things because he's not doing it for himself, right? but he's doing it for me. Same thing with preaching opportunities. So I, I would say that ministry would be the thing that opened up the opportunities for being able to go and sing or being able to go right. and preach. And, and to say this as well to anybody that may be wondering how it happens and things like that, I got news for you. The way it happens is when nobody else is in a conference, mm-hmm. when nobody else is doing whatever else, I'm still at home giving everything I've got for my home church. The things that nobody else sees, you know, even during this time of this COVID-19 stuff, whatever else, if it was all about just doing conferences or or preaching and going and standing on different people's platforms. Yeah. I, I, I really wouldn't be able to do much things in ministry, but if it's really about ministry, then now I have this ability to every single day of my life, give as yeah. much as I can when nobody else is around, when nobody else sees me, when nobody else is at the church, when nobody else is going to be doing videos and posting quotes or whatever else, I'm still here. And so that is what I really believe opens the doors for the singing opportunities, the preaching opportunities. It's right. just real ministry. Yeah, and ministry is not something that's ministry is not controlled by a light switch. Yes. You you acquire ministry and once you acquire ministry, you upkeep your ministry. You don't just Oh yeah, I've got this. I can I can do it, you know, and then like 
Monday and Tuesday, you shut it off, and then you turn it back on Wednesday for church, shut it mm -hmm. off again Thursday through Friday, Thursday through Saturday, or if you're at a conference or whatever, you know, or or you shut it off while you're at church and you're not on the platform. If you're off the platform and you're not doing anything else, you need to be worshiping. You need to be yep. exercising your ministry because ministry doesn't stop. Ministry is something that progresses and gets better and deeper and bigger. Yes. So what or who is is your biggest influence? Oh, yeah. Um, this is this is a good question. I guess it's it's. Okay, so I have multiple parts to this um, just because there are just different facets of, of things. Like, you know, different people to be inspired by, which that's definitely. totally okay. Yeah, you know? definitely. Um, so as far as just ministry, period, lifestyles, um, just living for God, you know, everything else, of course, pastor, Pastor Ben, and Bishop are, are big. I mean, they mm -hmm. are my in. They are my main influencers because they are the shepherds of of my soul. Right. They got to so, take account for us. Yes. And so they are my biggest influences because if Pastor or Bishop says that's not a good idea, don't do that. Guess who's not gonna do that? Me. <laughs> you know what Me I too. mean? Me like, <laughs> like if, if they're like, by the way, you know. You don't need to do that. I remember there was something that happened, and I won't go into too much detail, but I I, I came home uh, one time, or, or, I, or I, you know, uh, went and, and visited with Bishop uh, one time, and and he told me he basically said, "Son, for a season in your life, you are not going to do this. You're not going to do this, and you're not going to do this." And I was like, "Okay, Bishop, all right." Now in my mind, I'm thinking. I don't understand this at all. Like, yeah. I, I don't get why he told me no. Like, it's, doesn't he know that I'm you know? talented? Yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand why he's telling me not to do this because some people would see it as, well, he just slammed doors in my face. Like, they just asked me to do something or whatever. Mm -hmm. But in reality, six months later, everything unfolds, right. and then I realize Bishop saw something that I never saw. Mm -hmm. Bishop saw something coming that I could have never even thought about happening. And the bad thing is, is I would have been caught up in the middle of that thing if he didn't tell me, do not do this, do not do this, and do not do this. Right. Not because I'm just some sinful person, but because anybody could have said anything at that point in time, made an accusation, and I would have immediately been guilty. Yep. So Bishop, for sure. Other people, big inspirations in my life. Um, Shane Burns, Aaron Bounds. Those are the type of men who, uh, they their spirit influences me to be better. Right. Every time I, I get around men like that and, and I get around them, they really influence me to be a better, just a better man, a better husband. Uh, not even so much as the preaching. They're both phenomenal preachers. Can can preach anywhere they want oh, to, definitely. you know. <laughs> but, but their spirit truly ministers. You can get just as much from their preaching as you could as if you were just sitting at a table listening to them talk. Or really, 
just being around them is, is really the thing. Just being around them and feeling their spirit and, and just minister. I mean, at the drop of a hat, they can walk into a restaurant, feel the Holy Ghost, talk to them and minister to somebody they've never met before in their life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just this the most unique tenderness uh, to God that that it's just amazing uh, to see that. Um, as far as music influences, I would be remiss if I did not say Court Chavis. Court Chavis, yeah. I watched him for, I mean, when I started falling in love with music or when God started planning that worship leading in me, it was always Court Chavis. Like, I even <laughs> tried to sing just like him, you know, when I first started. Dude, I remember whenever, <laughs> uh, whenever his, his album came out with Help Me on it. Yes. My mom played Help Me. <laughs> Every time we were in the car, it was an awesome song. Yes, it's still yeah. an awesome song. Yeah, but <laughs> yes, I, I know that song back and forth. Dude. I could sing that song backwards. So, but. so like you know, people like him, majorly influential, mm-hmm. and I mean, now he's preached on NAYC platforms. He's here's my deal about Court Chavis. He's timeless. Like no matter how old he gets, mm-hmm. he's always going to be somewhere doing something. Like that's just how he rolls. So he's a big influence to me. Just just the things he does and and, and everything else. And knowing him now, it's been just a huge blessing. He still influences me. Um, as far as oh media stuff, videography stuff, whatever else, I would have to say one of one of my biggest influences as far as like just the way they do things is Chase Condon. Yeah. Uh, Chase, before, I'll put this out there, before all these people were doing all these videos for all these conferences and everything that everybody loves to look at and see the recaps and whatever. And like, Ooh, wow. Yeah. Chase was doing that. Yeah. But, but here's the best thing about Chase, and this is what makes him really influential, is the fact that Chase knew how to do this stuff but he didn't keep it for himself. Yeah. Chase yeah. was with a bunch of guys and was like, hey, dude, let's bounce ideas off of each other and we'll see what's going to work. And so Chase gets together this full team of guys and they empower each other to the extent that every single one of those guys now goes around and does the exact same thing for all these different conferences. Some people think it's just Chase that's doing it. It's not. They're, they have people like Chase, Braxton, uh, numerous guys that are doing these types of things. But he's the type that he's not just an information holder. Basically, he doesn't just hold on to it. He's like, yeah. oh, dude, you want to know? Here. Hey, I'll send you some stuff, man. I'll, I'll send you some free stuff to help you. I'll, send you. I'll tell you tips for how I do it. And he's not just trying to hold on to information. And so he literally has empowered an entire group separate group of people inside the church to be able to do media to to hmm. to a higher level. So anyway, I know that was the long answer to the influences, but I have to give honor where honors due. Oh, man. definitely, man. I mean, cuz you everybody everybody's got an influence. Oh yeah. You know, uh whether it be negative or positive. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got an, everybody's got an influence. Everybody's got somebody to look up to. First and foremost, like David Look up to your pastor. Yes, because he's the one that he's the one that you can confide in. He's the one that you can trust. He's the one that you want to aspire to be more like, because he's run. He's 
he's run the run a fight, you know, for a long time, and he's made it to a pastoral position. So, first and foremost, trust your pastor, and then, uh, uh, and, and be influenced by your pastor, and then find other people in your niche of ability to um, uh, be influenced by and kind of follow after their footsteps. Yes. Uh, as long as they're holy and, and acceptable and good. <laughs> um, so did you know you would be this involved? Like being on NAYC platforms, uh, doing conferences left and right and all that stuff. Did you know that you were going to be doing this stuff as a young person? No. No. What did what? Right, back up, back up question. Then you can go back to this. Go one. Ahead. Did you? Hang on. How was I going to? You continue. Okay. <laughs> I did not. I didn't know. Um, I honestly, not even when I was a young person. Like still to this day, I don't feel like I deserve to be anywhere that I've been, anything that I've done. I don't feel like I I deserve any of it. I never once thought that I would be doing, you know, different things. I don't even consider myself worthy of doing, you know, these things. And especially as a young person, you know, you look at the people singing, um, on the platform at like youth camp, you know yeah. what I mean? And you're like, whoa, those, those guys people, are famous. Yeah, like those guys <laughs> are it, you know? So they're like the pop stars, right? Of <laughs> so, so but they're I in little, up. but they're in little old Texas, you know? <laughs> but they're the pop stars, boys. So, so I grew up thinking, like, there, there's a whole different realm of people, and I am just itty bitty nobody whatsoever and uh honestly i i still feel that way god just has a greater purpose for me um but when i was a kid i never really thought that i did have dreams i did have dreams and 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 i was aiming honestly i never was really aiming to sing on an naYC platform or really sing on a conference platform and Honestly, the first time I really ever sang on a platform, I almost passed out. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really rough. And um, Were your knees weak? It Ar was bad. Arms, are your arms heavy? <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom did not make spaghetti that night. You didn't have vomit no, on your sweater already? No, no. <laughs> any, anyway, so, so basically, like, my first time singing in front of people, I was... Um, Singing, singing on this platform, it was, it was my home church, and I remember looking at the exit sign that was on the back wall, and the whole wall went white, including the exit sign. Oh, I was about to pass out. My knees were like, yeah, anyways. So, so I never really, I never thought that I would be any of the places, and, and honestly, I'm just overwhelmed with gratefulness every single time. Uh, I get the chance to go and, and, and do these different things. And yeah. when my wife gets to go with me to things and she can tell you more than anybody, you know, I'm just overwhelmed with gratefulness every time I go. Mm -hmm. And I tell her, I, I just, I can't believe this is happening, you know? Um, so I said all that to say, 
young person, you know, you may not think you'll be wherever, you know, NAYC platform, this and that. When I sang on the NAYC platform in 2017, that was my first time going. I had never been to one. Yeah, that, like, that was actually my first NAYC too. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. I never had the chance to experience NAYC until that year, which is which is crazy. But here's the key to it all: I was not pursuing the NAYC platform. Yeah, I was. I have not pursued a Texas camp meeting platform. I have not pursued a Texas HYC platform. I've not pursued a Texas youth camp platform I pursued ministry Ministry. bottom line I pursued ministry that's how it happened God opened up the rest of that Mm -hmm. stuff so no I never thought I would do it but I pursued ministry yeah if you pursue ministry God's gonna do the rest you know don't if you're doing it to get on a platform God is not gonna use you God's not God's gonna strip your talents away you know if you're doing this for God and for ministry, for the ministry, if you're going to do this for the <laughs> ministry, inside joke, inside joke. <laughs> but if you're doing this for ministry, then God's going to put you in those places. God's going to connect you with those people. God's going to use you on that level that you allow God to use you. So if you give God everything, God's going to give you everything. Yes. So what did you... Or what would you recommend to a young person who wants to be involved in music ministry? Oh, yeah. If you want to be involved in music ministry, um, I would say develop a lifestyle of worship. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't have to. I mean, of course, I'm a firm believer in practicing and giving God what he deserves, you know, as far as the skill level and everything else that I believe that that goes hand in hand with, with, with your spiritual life as far as that goes. But, but develop a lifestyle of worship because the music is only going to carry you so far, right? The lifestyle of worship is what carries you. Mm -hmm. The music is the expression of that lifestyle of worship. So if you want to be involved in music ministry, develop your lifestyle in worship. Every chance you get, you ought to be worshiping. Every time the green flag drops in church, matter of fact, before the green flag drops in church, you ought to be ready to go. You ought to be the first one praying. You ought to be the first one. I mean, you ought to be pumping everybody up around you saying, it's about to go down this service. Mm -hmm. I remember there was one service. We walked over there uh, and and there was a whole group of like young guys, not even in the youth group. And I just looked at them. I was like, sorry, you're going to be the best worshiper today. And they're like, yeah, man, I'll be the best worshiper. And I looked at the next one. Well, he said he's going to be the best worshiper. Are you going to be the best worshiper today? And I went down the line, and by the time it got done, all these guys are looking at each other like, I'm about to out-worship you. Like, you ain't out-worshiping yeah. me. So the next thing you know, from the, from the time that we said the first amen, the first everybody stand, let's get ready, mm-hmm. they were going off. And yeah. it started off like, oh, my goodness, like these kids are just, they're just going through the motions. That's you know, but 
it ended off. I think one of them got the Holy Ghost that night. Every mm -hmm. single one of them swarmed the altars. They were all running the aisles, all that stuff. All those kids, it started out from all of them saying, I will be the best worshiper. And even though it started out a little carnal, or a little even, bit more of a competition. Yeah, even but... though it started out more of a competition, God used that because even when they, even when those kids didn't feel anything, yeah, they were still doing exactly what they knew they should do. Mm -hmm. All those times that they seen all those adults worshiping, they were like, I already know what to do to be the best worshiper I can be. And so for you, if you're looking to be involved in music ministry, you've got good examples around you. That's it. You ought to live your lifestyle with worship. And then as far as the skill level goes, do not let anyone stop you from pursuing and being the best you can be for God. Definitely. That's the bottom line right there. Don't let anybody discourage you and tell you that you cannot. Because even if it's impossible for you, it's not impossible for God. Definitely. I'm a living testimony of that. Even if it's impossible for you, it is not impossible for God. Definitely, man. Definitely. Uh, but going back on the worship deal, uh, being a worshiper, if you're if you're wanting to do anything in music ministry, it's for worship. For worship. You, you worship him with the, with the stringed instruments. You worship him with the drums. You worship him with the piano. You worship him with the microphone. Because when you're up on that platform, you when you step on that platform, you become a leader. You become the leader for that service. You become the worship leader. So whatever you do, they're gonna do. If you don't, if you don't worship, they're not gonna worship. If you worship, they will worship. One thing me and uh, Josh Ellison used to do, when whenever he lived in Texas instead of uh, Virginia, which he's doing an awesome work up there with uh, a daughter work out of this church and uh, starting up this awesome church and everything. Uh, one thing that me and, me and him used to do, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. We uh, we'd look at each other like before this right 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 as soon as the service was starting and we'd just say no preaching <laughs> now hey yeah. we we just did it's not because we didn't want preaching but like we just felt something and we're like yeah it's about to go down so we we helped it go down we were like no we, we look at each other All and we in. say no preaching and we would go wild man uh i remember one <laughs> remember one time me me and josh used to talk tie our ties around our heads dude but we we were whack but it worked people were getting blessed people were shouting people were getting breakthroughs we looked stupid <laughs> we looked retarded but we didn't care because we we were doing it to kind of create that atmosphere where god can just take over we, that's what we were doing because preaching's amazing preaching's awesome but those services where God just takes over and he works, oh my goodness. Those are some of the best wow. services but to this day that have changed my life and changed me. You know, those are some services that I needed as a young person and helped make me who I am today. So worship as hard as you can because you might be the key to someone else receiving something. You know, this is a little off topic to the, of the music ministry, but... If you worship as hard as you can and do as much as you can, that's ministry. Yeah. Because God can use you 
and uh, God can use your worship to bless somebody else. Yes. You don't even know who got blessed, but God used you yes. to bless them. It's very important for us to worship. Worship blesses others. Worship can do a lot of things that preaching can't do, that just talking to somebody can't do because it creates an atmosphere for God to move. Yes. So I could ramble on about that all day. but um, So people that, don't, people that don't like to be in the spotlight, don't feel like they should be in the spotlight, don't feel like they should be on the platform, don't feel like they should be preaching, don't be singing, but they want to be involved, what would you recommend to a young person that does not want a platform ministry? Oh, yeah. There is a place, there are places. Multiples. For you. There are places for you. I'm talking about there's an endless possibility of things that you can do. Now, I'm going to talk about this just because... Well, it's what I do here at the church. First of all, media. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't even see you. They just see the effects of what you do. Because media deals with all the projections that you see, the lights when the lights change, all that stuff. That's yep. what media does. Yep. And so that's a behind the scenes thing. You won't be on the platform. You'll be behind the scenes, but you will actually be one of the most important components to a worship experience for maybe a guest or somebody like that. Even the singers, uh, you know, there's a screen in the back that has our words on it and things like that. Well, guess who helps out and controls that? The media people. Mm -hmm. You are working with us to create this full experience of what everybody is seeing. So if you don't want a pulpit ministry, media, big one. Next, sound. Check this out. Sound is one of those things that if you have good sound, oh, it's amazing. If you have bad sound, everybody knows. Everybody knows. It's terrible. <laughs> so, so the key is, is like, you know, even though when we're in church, it doesn't seem like it's a big deal. Or, well, for some people, it's just like, they're just running it loud. That's not the point. Check this out. If you're in church and there was no microphones and you're in our, our size sanctuary and there's no microphones and somebody's preaching. Now, you know our church. We get down with the preaching, all right? We preach with the preacher hardcore. Throw ties, so, throw jackets, throw shoes. Yeah, exactly. All kinds of stuff. Front aisles. <laughs> so, jumping the bad, baptistry. Upside down jumping the baptistry. Upside down <laughs> in the baptistry. So, so here's <laughs> the deal. If, if it's something like that that's happening, right, then we have, if somebody starts getting with the preacher while the preacher's trying to preach, you wouldn't be able to hear the preacher anymore. He's got one voice. And then there would be like a hundred other voices going, yeah, amen. And while everybody's doing everybody that. calms down before you can say the next Exactly. Statement. But if you have sound, that sound helps to push that preacher's voice even over those things to allow you to still be able to worship and do what you do, but be able to hear at the same time. Right. Also, same thing with singers. As we lift God up and as we play our, our instruments, whatever, it's our job to project that clearly to make sure that everybody can hear what's going on and really draw uh, uh, the the spirit of God, you know, in and really hone in. And so, anyways, um, 
sound is another really big one. Um, something that, that Brother Garrett knows about, uh, that he's very involved in. Things like taking pictures, things like videography. So photography and videography, two big things. Why is it a big thing? Because, well, promotes your church. It promotes your church. There are, check this out. Okay. I have pictures of, of me in places where I may not remember every single thing that happened there. But when I see a picture, I can remember that moment mm -hmm. and I can grasp that moment. Sometimes what a parent has for when their child receives the Holy Ghost. Well, guess what? Do they remember everything that happened in that service? Maybe, maybe not. But if somebody like Brother Garrett is there to take a picture of that moment, that parent will forever be able to go back in their and mind and travel and feel, that. and feel that because a photo <laughs> captured those moments. When people from outside of our walls, they look at our pictures, they can see and even feel the emotions of what was happening in those moments while while everything was going down at church videography the next thing big stuff you can video when pastors preaching you can video uh just the worshipers you can video the worship team you can video all different types of things but it literally <clears throat> helps to capture those moments do you have to be in front of everybody not necessarily. Sometimes you will because sometimes you'll need to get a good angle or you'll be to the side or whatever. But there, that's, you know, that's another thing. There there are ways to do it very discreetly. Yes. Uh, especially if you have like a, a camera with a flip out screen because you can hold that thing down. And it's not like you're holding it in front of your face and people are saying, oh, he's taking a picture. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of times I'm taking it like this. Right. Right. Like right here at my waistline. And they don't even know. It just looks like I'm looking at my camera. But I'm actually taking pictures and videos. Right. But one thing I want to hit on before uh, before he continues on on the video and the pictures. It's it's to help promote our church, yes. But more important, it's to help deliver a feeling. To let them see that picture and they feel it. Yes. If you don't, if you're not, I mean. I wasn't I'm not I'm not good at it you know I, I I think I'm good at it but I'm not like this amazing photographer this amazing videographer but one thing I try to do before I press that that uh, shutter button before I press the record button I want to make sure is this going to help deliver the feeling yes is this going to help this person be able to look back like you were saying and feel that again and whenever I'm making the videos I want to make sure that they can feel that feel the experience that they went in there in that service. Even people that don't come to that service, they see that yes. video and they're like, "Dude, this church has got it." That's my goal. Anytime I get behind a camera, anytime I get behind my computer and I'm editing, I want to make sure that the the music will help them feel feel that. The music will help drive that force because music is a is an important thing in your videos. Yes. To um, help deliver that feeling, that's that's just uh, one big thing from for me, and I try to do is just deliver the feeling. Yes. So anyway, so <laughs> you know, we we have now started taking the time to really utilize videography and utilize 
photography in our church. Notice that most of our promotions have some type of photo mm -hmm. that goes with it. So it's not just a maybe a design, but it is actually a a picture maybe within a design that you can see, hey, those kids are having a lot of fun. I totally want to take, you know, uh, my cousin or my sister or brother or, or somebody's kids, whatever, you know, they're going to want to take their kids there or whatever else. Or when you see something going on in the youth that looks super cool and yeah. you see one of your friends up there, you know, with their hands out worshiping and it's like youth services coming up. You're like, oh, yeah, baby. Like, <laughs> I remember I remember being in that service. So mm -hmm. uh, so that's a big thing. Uh, another one. Um, let's talk about. Uh, well, something that's that's going to be implemented here really soon is live stream. We're going to get to a place where we're going to have to have somebody that mans our live stream computer once we get one mm -hmm. to be able to change camera angles or to be able to, you know, do all these different things. It's another place that you can be involved. People may never see you, but the people online, oh, they're going to see the effects of what you do. Definitely. Here's another one. Platform design is, is what we've tied it into, but platform design. Every now and then, I will get with a group of people and say, all right, we got this coming up. Let's plan on what we want the platform to look like. Yep. Then let's look at either let's look at a budget and see how much it's going to cost. Or let's get up with our platform construction people and see what they can do about mm -hmm. putting that together. So we have people literally that pull together that build things for our platform. So we also have platform construction, which falls under platform design. Then we have something that's called platform hands. Some of y'all have noticed, Brother Brady, uh, Brother Chandler, um, even Brother Noah, they'll come up, and if we need the pulpit moved, all I have to do is look at them one time and motion them, and they're going to come up and move the pulpit. So guess what? It's not that you're trying to be in front of everybody, and that may be you know a little bit messy on your nerves, you know, getting in front of the whole church and like carrying this heavy pulpit like if, I, to the if I drop this thing, everybody will see it. Yeah. I can't drop it. Don't drop it. And, don't drop it. And don't let it fool you. The pulpit is really heavy. Oh yeah. But even things like that. Okay. Something as, as simple as that goes, you may be the one that Bishop asked to bring up a prop. Yeah. You may be the one that pastor asks, hey, look, when I get to this part of my message, carry this thing up here. So as far as platform hands, that's what you're there for. Or during a, a production that we have going on at the church, the Christmas thing, we may ask you to move just small things from side to side or pull this out or whatever. Mm -hmm. So there is a place for you. Worship arts is what ties in all this stuff together. Definitely. Music, sound, media, uh, live stream, um, platform design, all that stuff is tied into worship arts. So if you're looking for a place and you're looking for something to do, I always, always, always have something to do. Mm -hmm. I've got a job for you. <laughs> it may not all be easy, but I got something for you. <laughs> you could run to Pastor Ben or Bishop and they'll be like, yeah, just go see David. Yeah. <laughs> just see David. David's got something. I've, I've got something going on, I promise. <laughs> like, this dude is, like, the busiest dude I know, man. Like, he's always up at, up at, his, up at his school editing something for somebody, or he's up here doing editing something up here, yeah. or recording, or playing music, or getting some music tracks together. Uh, 
beat tracks. I don't know. Yeah. Getting some music things. I've, I've got something for you. So you just let me know. That's I, it. I got something. <laughs> that's it. So, um, well, that that's all we have for today, man. Uh, that's all the questions I've got, unless you awesome. want to say anything else. Um. I, one thing I'd like to say before I go, and I just kind of want to leave you all with this, is first of all, don't ever let your dreams get crushed. But with saying that, I want you to realize that you need to be real about your dreams. And realize that sometimes your dreams are not just going to fall out of the sky, fall into your hand, and poof, it just happens. Realize that some of the dreams and aspirations that you have, you have to go after it. Yeah. And it may start off with something as small as moving this to this side of the platform or or clicking this button for something that's already been pre-programmed for you or asking, you know, somebody in the youth group, hey, can I just help you put this up? Or sometimes I have people that just help me move cables back and forth or help me plug things in. It may start out like that. But if you have dreams, those dreams are yours to obtain. Mm -hmm. Don't expect for them to just drop out of the sky, but literally pursue after those things. You'll notice that God will give you things. God will pour out things into you and it will become, it'll be a burden at first. But then those burdens will start to transition into your passion. Yeah. If you really have the mind of God about things, your burdens will begin to transition into your passions. You won't be able to escape it. You'll want to do it all the time. You'll want to take care of things. And that is the kind of person that we need or that's the kind of people that we need to be a part of the body of Christ in this season. Definitely. Definitely, man. So there's been a lot of good stuff going on, uh, a lot of good stuff talked about. I hope everybody that's listened uh, this far has uh, received something and received a passion and a willingness to do something more for God. Uh, but that's all we have today. Uh, right now, we are working on getting into Apple Podcasts. Um, right now, we're only on Spotify and Anchor. Uh, we post through Anchor. And it distributes to uh, Spotify, but we are working on getting to Apple Podcast. Uh, so stay uh, stay tuned. Uh, we're definitely going to be announcing when we do when it is live on Apple Podcast. I'm really excited about really excited about all that. So, uh, but make sure you tune in next week because we're going to have a, another special speaker uh, who will be nameless right now. Love you guys. Hope to see y'all next time. Make sure y'all stay tuned and wherever you listen to podcasts.